known Shay most of my life, and she's been an amazing friend. And she said, quick, super basic intro for Shay and Josh, thanks. <laughs> Not super basic at all. Shay's amazing. Josh has been amazing the time that I've spent with him. They have a lot to offer, and I'm excited about the podcast. So let's give them a round of applause. So we are going to get started. We're going to get the cameras turned on. We want this to be exactly what it is. We are here with family and friends um, to launch this new opportunity and walk through this open door. I'm so glad that y'all specifically are here. I think everything is intentional. Um, so today we are here to launch the Tall and Short of It podcast. How you feel, bro? Nervous. That's not a good start, bro. I'm just scared that I'm going to say something that you do not like. I mean, that's every day. Yeah, it is. All every right, day. anyways. Go ahead. <laughs> so we just want to give you guys kind of an intro as to why we're here today, why it's on Taco Tuesday, give you a little background on both of us, and then um, we'll kind of give you some information on the upcoming podcast. Cool? Yeah. You want to go first? Yeah, I can. Bet. Um, so basically... First of all, talk about you, okay? I'm about to. Okay. So three years ago... Uh, my mother, she passed, she transitioned. So that's what brought me back to Columbus. And in that process, me and Shay start linking up. She was the one that said, let's go to, was it local cantina in Polaris? Probably. So we went to local cantina, had tacos, smashed, had a very good time. And we just started talking about life. We was catching up. We was talking about some people who will remain nameless. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to say it? No, I don't oh, know okay. what you're talking about. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, that's it's getting scary already. Keep She's going, sweating. Just, wow. And we would talk about uh just church, talk about the transition we was going through, uh grief. We was talking about relationships, uh, mental health as Shay used to call it. We really talked about everything while drinking margaritas. <laughs> and uh as you know, liquid courage causes you to say some things. <laughs> Look, she's sweating already. I'm hot. You're hot? Yeah, yes, I wonder literally. why. And but we had some some serious some serious talks. We had some very funny talks. We had some, you know, wipe your eyes, give me a moment, I'm gonna go to the restroom, talk, and then Yeah, that was it. So we would talk about some things and I told her, like, yo, these talks are like actually pretty dope. We should probably share them with people. And she was like, No, it's it's not happening. And I said it a few times, and then she was like, you know what? I think we should do a podcast. I was like, yeah, that's what I've been saying for the past three or four months. So that's pretty much how it started. Yeah. That's very cool, but you did not talk about you, though. Like, I don't like talking Joshua. about Joshua. It's a whole podcast. You're about to talk about you every other week. You're not going to do this in front of everybody. I am. Okay. You want? All right. So what, what do I say about myself? Uh, musician, graphic designer. Uh, minister, uh, teacher with special needs. Um, what? <laughs> what? You said teacher with special needs, <laughs> not of students with special needs. Now I'm, I'm not gonna argue that. <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna say you're wrong, but I'm just saying maybe you're a teacher of people with special needs. Yeah, what she just said. I can edit this, so it don't really matter. <laughs> no, uh, leave that in. Who are you? I'm Shay, and first of all, you didn't tell. We've known each other almost 20 years now, maybe 20. And um, we met over some music stuff at Ohio State. Um, 
a friend and I used to go down to see his band, the Joneses. He's a drummer. Mm-hmm. And it was one of our favorite bands. And so we were friends, but not quite as connected as when he moved back. So when he lost his mom and we reconnected, you know, um, I've never lost a parent, but it was changing him. And so he was a different person than before. So we would talk about a lot of those things. So he's right. I was not interested in a podcast. It seems really trendy, right? Right. Everybody's doing a podcast. And it's like, why should we particularly do that? You want to have a following. Um, But I think for me, the reason why I said yes is because those conversations have been healing for both of us. And, you know, we have had some tears, but I think, we look back at the last, it's been a year about now, um, and we've grown as people. So we want to take these conversations and help other people grow. Who am I? I am a psychology major right now. I do a lot of training with um, conflict resolution um, and leadership development in schools. Uh, do lock and protective styles here at Beauty Fit Nutrition. Shout out to the ladies. Um, and also a part of the Herbalife family um, work between here and Whitehall behind bar. But The reason that I am here for this podcast is really that mental health piece. I think it's so important for us to have conversations that transform us. Um, If you are my friend, we probably had one of those conversations. It's just what I do. I'm very invasive. (laughs) Y'all ain't got to (laughs) laugh. Super invasive. Everything is a probing question, but it's, I really hope. Right. Did you have something to say over there? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but it's y'all better people or no? Um, and so I really hope that this opens the door for people to hear conversations, perspectives, opinions that are just different than what's happening right now, the status quo. Um, for me, the point of this podcast is to talk about things that people are not talking about and talk about them from a semi-quasi, let's say quasi-healthy perspective. Excuse me. <laughs> okay. You ain't never um, said that with me before. Whatever. <laughs> so people keep asking us, what is a podcast about? It's really about everything, but from the perspective of, and I think he says it often, he's big on finding solutions. I'm big on the truth of it. Mm-hmm. Finding what's your truth, what's the truth that you're in, how do you move forward from there? And as friends, we've really done a lot of that for each other. So the conversations will probably be vast, but I think what you'll constantly find is the two of us trying to come to solutions. And what I'm passionate about, and I think he is too, are talking about the things that nobody else is talking about. Um, The things that we have in common, we're both church kids, we're both musicians, we're both single right now, we're both black and brown. Um, So those are the things we- Wait, wait, you said black and brown. So who the black and who the brown? So I'm, the only, I'm, I'm the only one that caught that. Oh, okay. I'm obviously the, the black because I'm chocolate. Oh, okay. Okay. She, I, right. I, I call Don't you. Don't choose public <laughs> to challenge me on that. I call her light skin every day. We'll I talk, talk to about her. that. <laughs> I'm Who sorry. Said, Don't be offended. Hey, right. <laughs> I'm in my full summer glow right okay. now. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Um, but the, period. Say that. Uh, but the things we have in common right. are. Probably what allows us to have an opinion on the same topics, but I think we often fall on different areas of the spectrum, mm-hmm. um, and that leads to some intriguing conversations. Which is, I, which leads to what we're gonna go to. But one of the things I love about Shay is that when we had discussions, it's coming from a perspective that I won't think typically think about. 
especially with her being a female, she was like, eh, nah, Negro, that ain't that ain't it. That ain't how you should approach this situation. And sometimes my perspective comes from the more logical, she'll have more of the emotional. Than Pause, the wait a minute, don't do that. I'm extremely logical. Who cries the most? Why you gotta do that? Exactly. Because he tried to make me feel emotional, and that ain't true. Right. Shots fired. First episode, let's go. <laughs> so, I had to do it, because anyway, you ain't gonna do that. All right, so, you know. He ain't answer, I, though. But we gonna I'm keep about, to, I'm about to answer right now. So, the conversation I always bring up with... Oh, on the live and all that is when I had a situation. I've talked to a couple of people about it where my emotions and my character was a response of my insecurity. Now, my insecurity didn't validate the person for their wrongness, but how I responded was absolutely not necessary. So we was at the bar, not drinking or not. Well, did we drink? Why you got... Because sometimes when I tell people this story, they be like, oh, see, I was getting effed up. And it's like, no, we was just, like, literally drinking and eating. And she says something. I was telling her about the situation, and she was just like, it's not the anger that's the problem. She said the root of the anger is a problem. And right there I had this Oprah moment where the tear, like, <laughs> formed up on my black skin <laughs> and fell into my light skin lap. <laughs> I had light pants on. Oh, and I was so like, wait, what? That, right. So that went to, honestly, an honest moment. That pinpointed my father issues. The insecurity that I have stems from the relationship with my father. So when she said that, I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to start crying. There's people in the bar. They looking like this tall dude really is letting some tears out. Like, I was really sobbing. But that was a moment where I was like, okay, let's, I got to really deal with it. So... Oh, what's she doing? Oh, let's give it it's up my, for her. My little assistant. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got no assistant. It's okay. But yeah, I do cry sometimes. But wait, no, because when you be calling me sometimes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you be crying. I can't understand what you're saying on the phone. But <laughs> when you calm down <laughs> and you wipe your lashes, I help you out with what's going on. Thank you guys for coming. Hope you enjoyed the food today. <laughs> <laughs> do I cry the most for real? Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, I guess I do cry the most. It's okay. I was really being a jerk. I apologize. I didn't mean for it to like really be a thing, but I appreciate you apologizing. Cause you never apologize. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> right. What's um, next? Ooh. First what? of all, the fact that I'm getting text topics right now. Y'all the right audience. Yes, thank you. So bro bro here, Nitai, raise your hand. So he said men crying could be a great topic. That's facts. What do you say? I was, I'm sorry. I was trying to find Men a crying could be a great topic. It most definitely can because I think we've talked about women allowing a man to be vulnerable and then not using that vulnerability against us. Yeah. So I think that's the one thing that, right. Uh, <laughs> who's, who said that? Oh, okay. <laughs> who are you sitting next to? <laughs> His wife. Huh? His wife. His wife? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, so on the way home, when you guys talk, <laughs> they'll have their own personal podcast. But I think that's very uh, important. This is a friend who I can be vulnerable with. She's a female, but whenever I've been vulnerable, you never, 
use it against me. You never like reminded me of the time that I, because there are some people who I can name. Except for today when I said, who cried the most? Oh, yeah. That was the thing. <laughs> yeah, we ain't going to say nothing. But um, yeah, it's been very safe with you. Most definitely been very safe. And I think it's very important for men to have a female outside of the one he's in love with who you can trust to be vulnerable with because they give you a different perspective and it's a good space for you to be free. That's Perfect segue. Um, so our first series, because we are doing series, first of all, let's talk about the layout of the podcast. Right. We are going to be doing bi-weekly um, on Tuesdays because Tuesdays are important if you haven't gotten that already. Um, we pretty much l- linked, is that right? The past no, tense? Did, yeah. On Tuesdays. And so I saw Tuesday was a holiday. That's why you're here today. I know that people are doing other things, but the people that found it important are here. Um, But that's when we're going to release our podcast. So next Tuesday, this will be edited and released on Spotify and Apple. Is that right? Yeah. All right, perfect. So um, every other Tuesday, the Tall and Short of It podcast will be released. So our first series is really based off of, I'm sure everyone's first thought is, are y'all dating? Yeah, because somebody asked me, so what's up with you and Shay? Absolutely, this podcast. Right, that's it. Because <laughs> he was like, during your uh, question and answer, I'm coming up. I was like, don't come up to the mic. I ain't going to point no elbow. Oh, I know mic. who that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, ain't gonna we say just his name. squashed your question, bro. Right, because he was like, oh, I got questions. I was like, nah, Negro, we ain't never <laughs> crossed that line. Like, no. Nah. And nah, never hey. will. Never. No. But, <laughs> but we talked about how people say, like, oh, that's my bro, that's my sis, but they really be throwing the backs out. So that's not. Oh. <laughs> Welcome oh. to the Tall and Short of It podcast. See, what had happened was, uh, yeah, so yeah, y'all, we talked about that as yes. far as people who would say, oh, that's my bro, that's my sis. And like, no, that's really not because they done been there, did that, and that's not the thing. But with us, is really, this is my big sister. I'm her little brother, and <laughs> <laughs> that's how it happens. But that's how I know I can trust her because it's not, sometimes that blocks the perspective. Sometimes it blocks the opinions that blocks all the other stuff. So to have that not in it, when you respond to me, it's not based on how you feel. It's not based on the sexual part or that you in love with me. It's like, no, Negro, you're wrong, and you need to fix it. <laughs> I'm trying not to say the other word. We have a kid in here. I snorted. Ooh, edit that out. Nope, I'm not. (laughs) Um, So really, we're going straight in for our first series. Our first series is Living Single because we are both Living Single. And so the next episode, and probably we'll probably ask y'all some questions today, is really about platonic relationships. Just a show of hands, who thinks that platonic relationships are real? Forget what you heard from us, but okay. So we're going to dive into that because well, I'm what? How old am I now? 44? Something like that. Something I've like that. kind of maybe had a change of perspective recently. Um, not that platonic is not real, but how you approach that. So our next episode is really going to be about that, about our friendship, how we've navigated that. And I think at this point, it's been so long that we've kind of rested into, uh, what's the word? Roles, right? Like... I'm just a few years older than him, but I am very much a big sister and bossy to this dude. I think what it it is, it opens a door. 
excuse me, and we will kind of segue into it, but just talking about what that looks like, how do you set those boundaries, how do you um, interact, like even a lot of my friends, especially at this age, are married. How do I interact with my married guy friends or my guy friends who are relationships? So we'll really start talking about that. We'll start talking about, I think I said boundaries a few times, but it's really a lot about boundaries. So our first series is Living Single. Um, I'm really excited about the series after that, which I think is Church Kids. That's going to get deep. It's going to get real. No, it's going to get super deep. Because yeah. we've had some super deep talks about that where, like, talking about the failure of leadership, how that affects people in the church and the responsibility. And then going through that, because I'm now 38, I've been in church all my life, and now it's like, all right, man, like, I'm getting tired of, I don't want to church hop, but I'm getting tired of going to churches where things are not, just the bare minimum, are not where it should be. Right. And so we would talk about that, how we uphold that. And just with the new church situation, I was telling her about, uh, the youth pastor position, and she was like, are you sure you want to do that? Like, pray about it, blah, blah, blah. But it's just good to have somebody to talk to that is holding me accountable for what I should be held accountable and not just like, all right, go get your chips and do what you got to do. But your tortilla chips. Ah. The tortilla. Please say, you did not say tortilla. I did. I'm sorry. We argue more than we agree. I don't know if you've noticed that yet, but that is real. This is not What's our fake. biggest argument? What has been our biggest argument? Today, when you was late <laughs> AF, bro, and I was stressing out and didn't have no dang sternos, and you was not bringing me peace, bro. So today is our biggest argument. <laughs> That's not the biggest argument. Our biggest argument is when we talk about Kevin Sanders. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Bishop That's Kevin Sanders. audience response, bro. Yeah, that was our biggest argument. That I Okay, so that was the argument I think where I was like, yes, this needs to be a podcast. That was the one? Yes. I'm Not me talk. crying over my mother? No, no, no. Let's no. talk about Kevin Samuels? I mean, that was important to our friendship. <laughs> but not to this podcast. I'm gonna, And we'll probably talk about it later, so we can't yeah. go into too much. Which one? The conversation that made me say yes to this podcast was... Do y'all remember? I don't, but I'm scared to hear it. Y'all, I'm just going to say it flat out. Black men who do not date black women. I don't think that we had a disagreement. I think no, you didn't like what I was telling. No, we certainly did. It I was remember a disagreement. that, bro. Because then we went live. Because that conversation did not just stay at Taco Tuesday. That conversation extended to the live. Because I was on fire. Okay? What did I say? That That's what you, you gotta up? know. Did I say something? And you just basically you said that it's understandable, and that pissed me off. Yeah, let's not do that again. We're You'll probably okay. going to put that in a podcast. <laughs> but for right now, just know I strongly disagree. Okay? I can't remember what I said, but I, I appreciate Would you. Would you like me I, to remind you? Yes, because I really don't remember. It's going to bother me all day. And they want to know anyway. <clears throat> oh, so, <laughs> this fool tried to tell moi that it's understandable for black men to not want to date black women. You don't remember why? You don't have not a strong standing on this? No. Or understanding why they do date. Why they people. choose not to as a cultural norm. We'll talk about it later, but I very strongly believe that you should love someone for them as an individual, not right. because of who they represent right. culturally or the stereotypes that they represent culturally. Right. We'll talk about that later. And also, as a black woman, don't ever tell me just because I'm black, you're not going to date me. Well, you I particularly you don't right. have to tell me nothing because I, I don't want to date you. you. But right. 
Overall, don't do that because that's and not that's fair. And that's where the argument started with. Cause here it is, right no, no, here. No, 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 We're no. back to it. No, I just now you say remember. This, it did go back. Because I was speaking to you from understanding, but you was talking to me as if I was the one doing it. No. Ooh. Don't so, give no. And so look, we since they here. Okay. All right. This may not. All right. This may not make it to the edit. So what started this was a long time ago, I wanted to do a podcast called Peace Talk. And I wanted to have different people on to talk about different subjects. And the first subject was, why do black women get mad when they see a black man with a white woman? You're right. Because I experienced just walking around, because I had a job at Apple. This girl I knew worked at Lens Crafters. You know, when you work at the mall, everybody know each other. So we would walk around, and I was walking with her, and all of a sudden I would notice all these black women just, like, looking me up and down. and look. I'm like, yo, what's going on? Now, me, I'm just like, we not flirt, we not holding hands. We literally are just walking, talking. Probably going to Starbucks, knowing me. So we weren't dating or anything like that. And I was just like, what's going on? I was like, did you peep that? She was like, I've been seeing it. So I start asking my friends, why do black women get upset when they see a black man with a white woman? And so it boiled down to rejection. I asked three different black women, and one of them was rejection. One black woman told me that her father taught her a different perspective, a perspective I don't agree upon, but I understood, of white people, pretty much. So she grew up, I'm not fooling with white people as far as relationship. Somebody else told me she didn't like it because her boyfriend, after he left her, he went to a white woman. So everybody had this rejective type of perspective. So I remember talking to you about that. And of course, Kevin Samuels always brings up an argument and we talked about it. And you was getting mad at me because I understood (laughs) why, because I've asked men why, everybody. And I was just telling you, and you were just going off and I was just like, it ain't me. Like it's... (laughs) But I understand from a... Not that I understand the feeling, but I understand there's a reason why black women feel that way. It's not that black women hate white women. It's just they see a black man and it's like, why not us? It looks like you're choosing... You're purposely not choosing us. Now, there are black men who are saying, I'm not choosing any white women. Like, there was a black dude I work with. He said, if it ain't snowing, I ain't going. Oh. And it was just like, oh, I've never heard that term before. That's 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 different. <laughs> He's- so these are the conversations that we have, right? Um, we don't have to finish that. Basically, mm-hmm. long story short, it turned into which came first, the chicken or the egg, right? Women's mm-hmm. anger, black women's anger, or black men's, what's the word? Perspective. Uh, not perspective, um, decision, right? right? And so that became the conversation where I was like, yes, put this on a podcast. And I, <laughs> I think it was more so because I didn't want to, um, I didn't want to argue it. I wanted to understand his point, but also talk about it from my perspective. Again, these are the things we have in common. Yes, we're both black and brown, but I am a female and he is a male. Um, but I think more than that, I'm just a little bit older and I think... Uh, the way that translates to me is a little different. So um, I think that was the moment that I realized the conversations we have are 
intriguing if nothing else and so that's the thing that i was like all right we definitely need to do a a podcast but really it's it's for you guys to be able to comment to be able to give your input um even today uh, we're going to ask you guys some questions but um yeah that was a conversation where i was like yeah i I think i definitely want to do that and it's not really anger i think it's sometimes People in a category, stereotypes, right? They are the culmination of what people think about a specific type of person, look of person. And stereotypes are something that I struggle with because a lot of times I fall in an outlier. But stereotypes are also very um, restricting. And so... I would like to come for a few of those as church kids, as black and brown, as a male and a female who are actually in a a healthy friendship, I would say. Um, And so that's a perspective we don't get a lot of. I am not trying to get on this microphone and spew a lot of toxicity. I'm not interested in that. Um, I also think this is an open door for us. We we both have things that we want to do on the planet, Um, people that we want to impact in different environments and and streams of income also right like we both probably got books in us we both got albums in us he's definitely he's a youth pastor right now there's things he wants to talk to his young people about um and i think podcasting is one of those ways that you open those doors but more than anything we both want to give people an open door into these conversations and maybe make their head turn a little bit and say okay let me look at that a little differently if nothing else that always comes out of our conversation that moment when we're both like I understand that I can't understand it from a male perspective I have male best friends I have male family members but really having a conversation and sometimes a heated conversation because that one was heated I ain't gonna lie to you (laughs) Actually, that was a uh, very heated conversation. I remember exactly where we were at when we had that conversation. And Kitchen Social. Yeah, we was at Kitchen Social. And she should show <laughs> At the bar, ironically. And then Stop saying that. I'm They're sorry. gonna think we're alcoholics. But no, no, no. But then I remember it going to the podcast part because we was talking about the community piece where mm-hmm. we was talking about the uh the input and the lack of fathers being in uh in the lives of young black men. And we was talking about the responsibility of the black single mother versus the absence of a black father. Mm. And so that was the chicken or before the egg. That's where she's like, all right, we could talk about that. Because my perspective is different because I grew up with my father in my life, but not in the home. But I grew up with my mother teaching me how to treat a black woman. Like a lot until she passed, a lot of stuff I didn't realize. Oh, my mom taught me that. My dad didn't teach me that. My mom taught me how to open up doors for women. My dad did not teach me that. So some stuff that black women would say, like, they need a black man. You really don't need a black man for you to teach your son how to treat you, right? So we had different perspectives, but... Yeah, we do, because then you got another issue. But that's a different podcast. Ooh, All right. Text it to me. <laughs> Are we doing so, question and answer? Hmm? You want to do question yes. and answer? Yeah, let's go. So um, Living Single is our first series um, we're going to talk about platonic relationships we're going to talk about living right from kind of that leading into the church kids perspective what else are we talking about from church I'm about to pull yeah. it up um, but really what we want to hear from you guys in the room um, again specifically along the line of Ooh. the things that commonly or mm. most 
I guess stereotypically, are not being talked about. What are some things that are on your mind that you think maybe in a healthy environment we can talk about on this podcast? And I'm really going to type it up for real, for real. And, and if you have a question, there's a microphone right there. You can... That's also next. Oh. Watch the itinerary, fam. I'm looking at it right now. Can Good I say the titles? Today. Can I tell them the titles? Why do you want to tell everybody? Because Go people ahead. love it care. when I tell them. All right. So, series uh, one, Living Single. We got this first episode, the intro. The next one is Living Single with Platonic Friends. And then the next one is Living Single in a Married World. And the next one is Living Single and Living Right. Right? Is that good? Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. Okay. Great. Just go ahead and give it all away. Edit this out. Oh, you want me to give all it. of them right now? I thought that's I'm what joking. you was doing. No, I'm just going to give it the first series. That's annoying. You want me to get the rest of them? Yeah. All right, cool. Let me do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the second one was Church Kids. Do as I say, not as I do. Church Hurt. Uh, series three, I believe. So I believe, but help my unbelief. Um, what's this? I believe, but I want to shack up. Yeah. That's a you thing. I ain't approve that. I put it in there anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> number three, series three is basically on the community, but we haven't talked about the titles. Series four, help I'm dating a blank. Narcissist. So, a narcissist. Ooh, how do you deal with that? So dealing with a smoker, dealing with an alcoholic, dealing with a narcissist. Uh, I know the church one, I didn't put it in here. I don't know which one it is, but the whole... I believe in God, I believe in Jesus, I believe in the Holy Spirit, but my best friend or whoever is gay or homosexual, so we want to talk about how are you, how can you be a Christian or a believer and still allow your people to be safe around you who are not in the same sexual preference or whatever, so. Right. Yeah, but that's, we have a lot. I don't want to list them all. It's Yeah, I'm glad. I hate when he does that, actually. I'm sorry, because I love uh, our topics. Yeah, but... I love them. Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> I guess another thing that we have in common... Okay, how do I say this without... Uh-oh. No, no, no. So, I think we're both in transformational places in our faith. Most definitely. And um, not necessarily walking away, but I think expanding and understanding more personally and more maturely. Um, and that... Probably could be dangerous if we cared. We don't. We don't care. <laughs> but uh, what wait. started? What started your transition to expanding? Ooh, uh, don't do that. No, nah, because <laughs> I'm not trying to go to. But I, yeah, you got church hurt. Okay. Okay. Let me let me be honest. In 2017, my grandfather passed. My right. grandfather was a Buddhist for a very long time. I used to literally mm-hmm. chant next to him. I didn't know that. I told you that. Okay, I probably forgot. Ladies and gentlemen, he doesn't listen to me. I do. I love you. I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) And I struggled with that. I struggled with the specific belief that I had and the things that I had been taught from childhood about that. Um, Because my grandfather, for those of you who met him and a few of you have, he's literally one of the most Christ-like humans you will ever come in contact with. Very sweet, very genuine, very humble. And to me... And we'll go into this in church heart, but it challenged the things that I had been taught. So I had to go into a um, incubus, I would say, of why. Why do I believe what I believe? Um, do I believe what I believe? Or am I just believing something that people told me? And I think, um, honestly and truly, if you are in any religious organization and haven't asked yourself that question and truly come to an answer, I 
would not say you are fortified in that faith. And so that journey, uh, I struggled for a really long time. It was a lot going on at the same time. Um, and I stepped away. Um, and then I stepping away, not necessarily not believing, but really trying to understand what is it that I believe. So that led to a journey. Um, in the word, in my faith, stepping away from the thing that had probably had 90% of the people know me, which is praise and worship, because I didn't want to do that if I wasn't really meaning it. Right. Um, but out of that, and I would say probably last year and this year, really just being fortified in what I do believe and really some of the challenges in the corporate organization, um, which at this point I'm so confident that it's such a personal experience that I don't care what people think. I just don't. And so having that um, assurity in my heart is probably another reason why I said okay to this podcast. Because I would love for people, especially in the faith that we have in common, to stop being so concerned with what other people are doing and really look at what they're doing. Um, and I think if we do that... Uh, we will realize that it's a lot less corporate what we need to fix and a lot more individual. So like um, that. that is another platform that we're creating where it's, hey, we understand we all have different things that we believe is right, wrong, indifferent, all the other things, but also are you fully in control of you? Because if not, don't worry about what I'm doing. <laughs> Because what I'm going to do is right. worry about what I'm doing. Right. And then what you're doing is actually tertiary to that. So um, all of that, I think, caught us at this pivotal moment. It's not that, I mean, I love God. You don't love God? What's wrong with you? <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but more than that, I, I don't think anyone in this room has an identical journey. And I think we just need to respect each other's. Um, Leadership to me has changed. Leadership is not so much tell me what to do. It's really, hey, let me show you what worked for me, right? And then if that works for you, cool. If not, let's look at who you are and figure out how to get you where you need to be, right? So um, that has been a very interesting pivot for the both of us um, because church hurt really will either take you out or it'll grow you up. Dude, um, that right there, like the church hurt that I was going through in the midst of my Grief. mother not yeah. being here anymore, like I was already challenged with the fact, okay, I'm dealing with this this statement of God took my mother without my permission. Oof. And so now I'm dealing with me not having kids, not being married, coming to a house unexpectedly, seeing my mom carried out in a body bag. So God, like, I'm supposed to trust you. I'm supposed to believe in you. Church teach you how to shout, but they don't teach you how to see reality and to see what it is to deal with pain. And so going through that and dealing with the church people, and I used to just pinpoint, unfortunately, the black church with their mess, and then I would work with the white church and see that their mess is the same as the black church. I'm like, oh, so all of us are just a jacked mess. up. Yeah, a mess. <laughs> but how the mess is, is like, oh, okay, one person has more money than the other in their church. Okay, cool, it's a bigger ministry, but it was still all not helping me in my situation. So us having our conversations, unfortunately, I'm that dude that doesn't listen to gospel music. I only listen to it when it happens at church. I don't find God in gospel music because, unfortunately, I know 
half of those cats that's in the industry, or I've seen them, and that's a whole other subject. So I can't really listen to your music when I know your lifestyle is not lining up. Like, I know it. It's not that I have to hear it. I see how you are on stage and how you get off stage. I know how much it costs to bring you to a church. Why does it cost you that much? But yet, when I try to talk to you, you act like you beneath me. I understand why you $40,000 to come preach, but you can't say hello. Why are okay, you? we're going I'm into sorry. a yeah, whole yeah, pot. Yeah, but anyway, back to that. Me learning how to find God in my hurt did not come from the church teaching me. It came from my mother teaching me how to be what my character is supposed to be. My mother, when I'd be frustrated with church, me and Wayne would talk like we would be at church and be frustrated when they would cut Hold the on, spirit. shout out to Wayne coming all oh, the way. Yeah. Wayne and wifey coming from Cincy. Let's go. Thank y'all. Love Hashtag you. beer game. Okay. <laughs> the beard is clean over. I'm trying to get there one day. Keep going. Uh, but anyway, dealing with all of that and just having the people who I could trust and have these conversations and listening to what my mother taught me before she would teach me, like, just because you're going to church, don't let the church people stop you from what you're going there for. And I will allow my focus to be on the wrong thing. So when she left uh, physically... I learned that I was closer to God in certain areas than I thought, and I was further away from God than areas that I need to be. So Let me interrupt you because, yeah. you know, I'm getting all the live updates. First of all, let me say this first episode is really let us introduce ourselves. It's really giving you an understanding of why we're doing this podcast, who we are as people, and where this podcast is going. So we are actually probably diving way into some of our topics already. Well, let's stop. Okay, hello. Um, what we want to do next is really get some input from you. I said a long time ago, but then we got sidetracked. Yeah. <laughs> this Listen, this is why we have a podcast, because right. what? Um, we want to hear some of the things you guys want to talk about. This is really just an intro to why we're here, what we think we can bring to the podcast universe.